Hi, my name is Callie, and on this podcast, hindsight is everything. Our goal is to look back on seasons we've been through and help prepare those about to face the same things. There's something powerful in knowing you're not alone and knowing someone has gone before you. So I gather up some great people, I ask them all the questions I can think of, and then, hopefully, by the end, we're better than when we started. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to No One Told Me. We're not going anywhere, and you're not going anywhere. Except I haven't been wiping my groceries down with Clorox wipes, like you've been doing. I have absolutely, as soon as I get home, wiped down But every... I don't have that many Clorox wipes. Where do you even find them? Oh, I just use one at a time. As long as it's still, like, wet, then it's fine. I just, I just spray keep going. apple with bleach right before I eat it, so... <laughs> But I wouldn't be surprised if you read that on Facebook to do that, and that's why you do it. You're such a hater. (laughs) Here we are, quarantine check-in. It only feels right to do this because everyone, we're making it, okay? I don't even know how long we've been in it. doesn't matter. For me, it has been chaos. I don't know. Like, I don't know how stay-at-home moms do it. If you are listening and you are a stay-at-home mom, God bless you in every way. And I mean that with every ounce of me. I told... Brooke, I'm so concerned that I'm going to cause lasting damage to my children. <laughs> and I told Callie, it's okay because all of our children will be damaged. And so the damaged ones are the normal ones. Yes. If we can all just agree on that, <laughs> that if we can like pick the level of damage that we're going to cause, because there's no way my kids are coming out of this normal. Uh, but Henley has loved being at home. Every night we go to bed and she says, what do we have to do tomorrow? And I say nothing. And she thinks it's the greatest thing in the world that we have nothing that we have to do. I kind of feel the same way sometimes though too. You know, like we got tomorrow. Don't have to go anywhere. Not a thing. Solid day. I think I said this last week. I asked Ryan the other day what time it was. And he was like, I don't know. Why does it matter? <laughs> and it doesn't. There's, it doesn't. <laughs> we, we have nowhere time to be. Time is irrelevant. <laughs> we have nowhere to be. Captain's Law, but, day 41. <laughs> It's long. I thought you said Captain Salon. And I was like, maybe that's just I miss going to any sort of self-care franchise. It's bad. Why do you think I have a hat on? I know. It is. You're rocking that hat today. It's okay. I can give you a haircut. I'll open up the salon for you. I've YouTubed it. I'm going to cut Ryan's hair today. I want to cut Mark's as well. We're he see said what he would happens. let me. But Mark said he could. He would also shave his head. And I said, absolutely I not. Ryan, you're, you're a grown, man. grown man. Yes. You yep. don't do that I'm going to do a man. fade. Watch me. However, the last time I cut Ryan's hair, I was trying to clean up um, his neckline, and it just kept staying crooked, so it went higher and higher, and it ended up being at, like, the top of his ears, so. <laughs> is that style not in right now? I don't know. It I seemed think it fine. Is. I think it is. Also, I told him, if I get it wrong, you're not going anywhere, so no one's going to see it. It'll be fine. If you do well, you can come do Mark's. Okay. Listen, I'm confident in myself. I bet you are. I'm fully. I can visualize what I'm going to do. Yes. Okay. I cut Henley's hair. It's not a problem. You're a professional. I wish you all would trust me a little more. But quarantine check-in number one. Here's where we're going to start. I asked listeners for their stories to tell me how they're doing. I also found some just good, warm, fuzzy feeling stories from people in this season that I want to share because I think it's going to make you feel good and you're going to think, hey, everyone is on the same playing field right now. That is the, that is the only reason why this stay-at-home order doesn't really bother me is because we're all staying home. Yeah. You're not missing anything. Like, 
You there are is not no FOMO. There is none. You're not missing out on a thing because everybody needs to be staying home. However, I was driving the other day. Just we like to go on family drives. Just when it's sunny and warm, just get out of the house. We do a spin around Knoxville, look at things, wave at things, all the stuff. And there was, I won't say where, but there were people outside playing basketball. And it was more than what a family could be outside playing basketball. And it upset me. Did you call out to them I, as you drove by? Ryan would not allow me to yell at these people. Um, but it's Did like, you, I, would you have said social distancing? I don't know what I would have said, but I like in my heart was upset about it because it's like, have you seen that meme that talks about kindergartners and it feels like we're in kindergarten because, because a few people aren't doing what they're asked to do. No one gets to have recess. I feel like that is what's happening right now is that just some people are choosing not to do what they're asked to do. They're just willy nilly living their lives like normal and it's going to take summer away from us. What breaks my heart are the people who are um, all of a sudden legal champions as well as uh, epidemiologists now. What is that? That's I don't the, even know what I that is. I think that is the study <laughs> of viruses. Am I correct? I think I said the word right. Like and, Dr. Fauci? Oh, I love him. I love him. I love him so much. When he comes on, listen, I saw a picture of him. He was sitting on the steps of maybe the White House, he was holding a briefcase that he was given for free from like a conference he was at. And he's just hanging out. He is the most low-key. And he had his ear he had his ear yes. uh, buds in. And he was just and sitting there like crazy smart. Someone compared him to like a human baby Yoda. Oh. I don't know. I was listening to a podcast the other day and someone compared him to that. And I was like, Strong. that's so he's so lovable. He is. I'd be like, okay, I'd believe anything you say. Because he doesn't leave room for pushback. Yeah. I just really love him. He's smart. But any hoosies. Have you been watching press conferences every day? I, Mark's making me. I don't, I don't normally love it. But be honest with you, I've buried my head in the sand so deep down that I don't, I'm vaguely aware, but it's just better for my anxiety and health if I'm not constantly listening to what's going on. But our quarantine check-in for me, you know, working from home, I've got kids pooping on the floor. I've got kids eating True Nerf story. bullets. I've got kids using very expensive lotion and rubbing it all over their clothes, the walls, the toys, all of the things are happening to the point when Ryan walks in that door because he goes and works at his parents' house. He is working from home, but he goes to a quiet place where he can do that. Um, I do not. I told him he could, so I'm not putting him in a bad light. I'm just saying when he gets home, I'm going to need a minute, a minute. I'm a better mom when I have time to miss my kids. Like if I've been away from them for a day or just while they're in school, I'm fresh. I'm patient. I'm involved, but when you're nonstop with them, I've, I've figured this out. I keep finding ways to have distance. So it's almost like I'm detached. Like, y'all go over here and play. Y'all go outside and play. Come back in here one more time. I'm going to smack the ears off your head. These are the things that I have said on a regular basis. <laughs> but even on the flip side of that is I am still, like a big part of me is extremely thankful that we have the option to be at home with them. Because there are so many essential workers who are moms and I don't know what they're doing and they're scared they have to go to work and they're coming home and you know in the back of there I would be too in the back of my head I'm thinking what am I bringing home right. so I'm and so who's taking care of their kids yeah like That's extremely so thankful that we have the option to work from home but I am even more thankful for those essential workers who are making the sacrifice that we aren't in a position where we have to make that right, right. now but I asked you guys tell me about your quarantine life Brooke a lot of people mentioned fit at home oh <gasps> They did. Yes, let me be clear. We are talking to the creator and the face of Quarantine Lives Fit at Home. 
What a celebrity I'm sitting across Why from right now. Why are you now. saying that? You're it in is, videos working out too. It's such a good time. However, the fun. workouts are always harder than I think they're going to be when you show them to me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in. And then halfway through, I'm like, you're a dummy and I'm mad about <laughs> it. But if you haven't gotten in on that yet, you can join our Facebook group. Just message us. We'll get you in there. It is so much fun. It's just a sweet little community. If the daggone Sony and Warner music production companies would not stop censoring me for copyright. They're muting my videos. I have won five out of seven disputes. I just want you to know. Your life is a battle with censorship. (laughs) (laughs) Why won't you let me play music that doesn't belong to me? I don't understand. That is like, if if I were to write a biography about you, it would be Don't Censor Me is what the the title of it would be. I feel like that needs to happen. <laughs> um, but what is your quarantine? I mean, you feel good about... I have. I don't want to seem insensitive, but I have really, really enjoyed yeah. this. I think mostly because we were so... I, I do this every year, but once we get in the thick of like activities after school and, mm-hmm. and me working and then fitness training and all this stuff, we get to a point where we're breaking. We're just making mm-hmm. it every day because we're cramming everything in and trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So I was at that point when the quarantine happened. And so this rest period, this forcibly, forcibly being stuck at home has been wonderful. I don't know how much longer that'll last. But it feels good right now. It does. And you know what? Thank goodness we've had good weather. Had it not been good weather where we're outside If it was playing, like the middle of winter, I feel that. we'd be in a different place mentally. There are great things happening right now. I mean, I know that it's we see a lot of hard things and sad things and scary things and anxiety driven things but there are also great things happening so i found this one story about grocery delivery which it was so sweet so it was up in new jersey mercer county which i'm sure you know where that is um a newspaper delivery man his name is greg daly He's been doing um, newspaper delivery for the past 25 years. And since the coronavirus uh, shutdowns had started, he has volunteered his time to now deliver groceries instead. So he said the idea struck him two, three weeks ago when everything started shutting down. Um, He said he was delivering a newspaper to an 88-year-old lady. Her name was Miss Phyllis. She had asked him if he could drop her newspaper uh, really close to the garage to limit her amount of time outside. She was scared to be outside that long, so she asked if he could just drop it closer to her door. And Daly started wondering how she and other seniors that he delivers newspapers to, because you know the majority are going to be senior citizens that are getting newspapers, how they were getting their groceries. So he called to ask her, hey, do you need anything? And she said, I'm too afraid to go to the store at my age. Could you pick up groceries for me? And so now he and his family pick up and deliver groceries to um, like half of the people that he was delivering newspapers to. And he said he's going to continue doing it um, until this is over. Like until there's not a threat anymore. Isn't that great? Isn't that incredible? But it made me wonder, what is your... Go to grocery, quarantine grocery. And you cannot, before I even hit record, I promise you guys, I said, do not say fresh fruit and vegetables (laughs) because that's a given. We already know that. So even if you have enough for now, you're like, "Ah, I better grab one more of these and toss it in the basket. I'm prepared for this. I'm prepared. It's not fresh fruit and vegetables, but it's still a, a wise decision in the kitchen. It's those dull frozen smoothie, um, pouches. Well, I mean, they're awesome, and my kids eat them and love them, and then we freeze them from popsicles, and then also I love eggs. So as long as I've got eggs and some smoothie stuff, I'm feeling pretty good about life. I do love eggs. I went to the store just to get groceries. I could not get Hagen's pouchies. It was the first restriction I came up against. They would only let me get two. I think you. we had gone on a grocery mm-hmm. run together because we didn't like taking our kids. My kids have not been out anywhere yeah. 
for probably and they're probably okay yeah my kids are fine too i really think it's been almost a month that they've even left the house to go anywhere but other than drives around but um they would only let me get two of those like fruit and veggie pouches that my kids live on those like it's for some reason they won't eat any of the cooked veggies that i do but they will they taste pretty good they will eat these pouches but they would only let me get two and i thought if i can only get two so now every time i go i get more of them they took a restriction off those thank goodness but we get those I love Greek yogurt. Mm, yes, you do. And I make smoothies out of it. I do everything with it. So I always get the four packs of Light and Fit, the coconut, the toasted coconut, which I don't generally like coconut. That stuff is good. Like, Is it the zero one that has like zero no, sugar? No, it's the Fit and Light. Because tastes nasty. Okay. It's the Fit and Light. Oikos, that's what I'm thinking. Oikos. Yeah, you're thinking of Oikos. This one's Fit and Light. I think it's Danon. I don't know. But it's good. It probably has all sorts of chemicals. Don't judge me. But... Whatever, that's it, fine. Toasted chemical, toasted chemical. <laughs> get that. <laughs> Make sure you get the flavor, the the seasonal flavor. Toasted chemicals <laughs> and cheesecake. This, the, this month is bleach. Uh, the cherry cheesecake. <laughs> There's. I always get those. And Henley loves turkey dogs. I always get the turkey dogs. Oh, we love us some turkey dogs. And I always too. get mango salsa and Tostitos. Oh, mango salsa. It's good. That is that is good. I Those have not are, bought that in a long time. It is good stuff. Those are like that. our staples that <sighs> we get every time we go. So I are you going how often are you going or picking up? I'm going. You're going in. I'm going in. Uh, with my started. sock mask. Guys. Na, 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 sock mask. I asked Brooke today, <laughs> this very day. I texted her. I was like, Hey, do you have a mask? And she was like, I just made one out of a sock. <laughs> I had Less than a minute on my hands. What's a girl to do? You just do what you have to do, Callie. Necessity you... is the mother of all inventions. So I grabbed a long sock. I cut holes down the middle of the ends, and I slid those over my ears. You want me to go get it? Oh, wait. It's in the car. Never mind. I can't. We'll get a picture, or I'll it's, have you take a picture covering and send it the to orifices. It'll be... It's doing the job. <laughs> Speaking of moms, just trying to figure things out. You know, like we're all trying to figure out stuff for our kids to do, to keep them entertained, whatever. We did one of our listeners. She said, I have two quarantine highlights for you. One is I spent the toddler nap time one day last week in bed watching Netflix and eating peanut butter straight from the jar. Solid. I said, I feel that on a personal level. And she said, on a separate day, I wrote a haiku about bacon. You can choose which one of those is the highest points of my quarantine life. (laughs) Well done. I Listen, I am eating things that I normally would not eat. Same. Just because they're available. And I'm I don't even know why I'm buying them. I'm just not seeing results from that because I'm <laughs> eating so much as well. What else is a girl to do when you're stuck at home? Um, also, I made, I added jelly beans to my grocery pickup the other day. No, jelly it beans are a, such a waste of calories. No, you're, why a, you're, you're a waste of calories. You can't they're trust, so good. We cannot trust you because you don't like chocolate. So there's chocolate that. Chocolate is a waste. Um, jelly beans, on the other hand, Starburst jelly beans, get you some of okay, that. Okay, Starburst jelly beans are better. Even the originals. Just leave the black ones in there. You're Otherwise, you're good your to go. Life. You are, you're a waste. <laughs> I don't mean that. I take it back. Um, another quarantine story came in about kids. She said her little, go- her little girl had her Miss Potato Head out, but not the Mr. Potato Head. And her husband asked the little girl, hey, are Mr. and Mrs. Play- a Potato Head not going to play together? I'm doing really well reading this. You're doing great. <laughs> Hooked on phonics. <laughs> Work for you. I think I need some homeschooling. Um, but the dad asked the little girl, are Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head not going to play together? And she said, no, because of the sickness. Oh, she is observing social distancing. And so it made me want to ask you and fellow parents, 
how are you explaining this to your kids right now? Because they know something. Even the youngest knows something's different. We're home all the time. Or they asked to go somewhere. Like Kinley, for her birthday, was promised Build-A-Bear. Well, she had a quarantine birthday. We couldn't go anywhere. So I've had to explain to her, hey, there's a lot of people who are really sick right now, so we can't go. Uh, she's wanted to go see my mom, her Gigi, and we haven't because, again, it's just not, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. And that's the extent of my explanation for her right now. How have you explained it? Your kids are a little older, so little they're bit. kind of seeing a little bit more of it. The nine-year-old, she understands probably fully what's going on. And the younger ones, I just say there's a lot of sickness right now, and we're it's going around, and it's very, very contagious. And so we're mandated that we stay home. They understand that means even if we wanted to go, we can't. So we're here, whether we like it or not. We're just going to make the best of it. And it's not scary for them because we have good attitudes about it, I guess. Well, and I, I was I admired it the other day. I heard you talking to Charlie, um, your nine-year-old. And she asked a question about something like the news had been on and she had heard something about a death rate or whatever. And you could tell her fear was growing a little bit. And you just stopped and said, Charlie, do we have a spirit of fear? Where's that coming from? Your fear, because it's not from Jesus. He doesn't give us that. So where is it coming from? And it changed her perspective immediately. And I've so admired when I heard you do that. Well, aren't I so godly? You are. But I'm serious. It was such a great answer to her. And you didn't even skip a beat. You just said, where's that spirit of fear coming from? It was just such a moment. I I have to remind myself that too. When I start feeling, and I'm not an anxious person by by nature, but any of this, if you dwell on it too much, it's like, oh my gosh, this could be it. I'm going to get sick. Somebody I love is going to die. You know, even if it's from an economical standpoint, what's going to happen to our economy in a couple of years? But I'm, you just choose whether or not that spirit is one that you're going to embrace. And, and if it's not from the Lord, I'm not, I'm not dwelling on it. So, We had um, another person send in uh, a story. It was a reminder to me how gracious God has been to me and my family in this season. And just the fact that we both still have jobs, we both can still provide all that. But this was a, um, a just out of college student. She said she was working several jobs and she knew when all of this crazy started that craziness started that the stores were going to start closing. And deep down, she said, I knew I was going to get laid off. Um, But she said, I started worrying about, okay, how much money do I have in savings? What can I sell? Can I sell some clothes, some furniture? How long is this going to last? What am I going to do? She said that panic really just built fast. And she said, sure enough, I was laid off. And I never would have imagined I would have filed for unemployment at the age of 24. So she said the following weeks were really tough. She said, I was trying so hard to trust that there was a plan in it, that God was going to show me the next step and guide me through it. But on the flip side, all I knew was I had bills I had to get paid and I didn't know how I was going to pay them. She said, I applied for every open job there was. I got called in from Kro- to Kroger. I just kept praying. And instead of just hiring me in for like an entry-level job, the manager asked about my prior experience, experience and then mentioned that there was going to be an open supervisor position in just a couple weeks and that she wanted me for the job. She said it's all of it's been a huge, huge roller coaster. But um, she said, I'm, I'm thankful for the people who continue to encourage me. Basically, it was easier because I trust Jesus. And she said, I had that consistent hope in my life. And she said, I'm also thankful for quarantine impulses that made me cut 10 inches off my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and and everybody out here getting bangs too. Oh no 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 to the bangs. Yes, yes to short hair. No to the bangs. Listen, if I were to get some bangs, I would look like a cabbage patch doll. Like I just got pulled from the patch. I'm is ready to go like. chin length. I'm I think, but it. you look you have strong features for that. But I think her story was just a good reminder that it's not a lot of us have it good right now. Yeah, that others are living in a lot of fear of how they're going to make ends meet. And the more that we can see that and help those people, I think it kind of puts what's going on for us and in perspective. I think that 
Christians are feeling motivated to act, but you said something that stuck with me, and you said, I just pray that the people who need it are seen. And so that's been mm-hmm. my prayer is like, God, help us to see the people who need it the most. Open my eyes, open the opportunities, and then help me to be obedient because let's just make sure the people are seen and then we do mm-hmm. our part. Mm-hmm. Yes. But there was, speaking of people seeing a problem and doing something about it, um, in South Dakota. Do you like that transition? You what did that great. smooth. Well done. Gosh, Gosh. I am a professional. I can't, I can't wait help till you it. start making, making money being a professional. It was like real this. natural. Um, but in South Dakota, there was a teacher um, who was trying to help a sixth grader student of his named Riley. They were struggling with a math problem over email. And so he was trying to explain it. She wasn't getting it. He didn't know how else to help. So he ends up driving to her house and sitting on the front porch with a whiteboard. And she was inside the house and through the glass door, he explained the math problem for her and walked her through it and it clicked and she, she got it by the end of it because he came over and showed it to her. So that leads me to my next question, Brookie. How is homeschooling going for you? Well, (laughs) in the area that we're in, our school system is doing basically um, work that we've already done. So it's, the demographic of kids is, is just so very different. Mm-hmm. Some have parents at home that can help them with homework. Some don't. Some don't have parents that would even pick up the packet for schoolwork. So it's hard to hold kids to a, an academic standard where they're actually completing work that they hadn't done before. So a lot of it's review work. And so I ordered a bunch of workbooks off Amazon, and my girls love doing them. And then we read, and then we write, and then I give my oldest, like for example, Anne Frank, to do a report on, and I want to hear more about it. And so... They're doing work, and their brains are working, and they're having fun, but it's not regular school work. So I can't say it's true homeschooling. I was talking to a mom the other day, and she said, I cannot teach this kid math. The way that they learn math right now. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. She said, I cannot tell him if his answer is right or not. So I found an app. And I make him practice on the app because oh, it what's tells. The app? I don't know. I'll, I, maybe I'll ask her. I'll text Please her and ask that's her. That's awesome. Yeah. But she said I have him do this app, and he practices the math the way that he's supposed to practice it, and he learns it the way that he needs to learn it. Yeah. Luckily, technology. my oldest is smart enough that she doesn't need help with a lot of that stuff. So when it comes to the point where I'm supposed to help the others, I'm just gonna let her do it. Maybe that I'll skip true. the whole thing. You can pay her. She would take it. It's great. A dollar a day. Well, like she, that's how we do bath time. Hey, Charlie, wash your sister's hair. I'll give you a dollar. I never have to get in <laughs> do there. Do you give her a dollar? Mm, we got a lot of IOUs out on the table. <laughs> who has cash? <laughs> Nobody got cash. And if you did, it has germs on it. Put it, it away. Let me have it. Let me have it. I'm going to go wash it. Nobody wants it. Nobody. There was a really sweet story. I'm going to put this in show notes because it really, the sweetness is in the picture. A sweet, sweet little 98-year-old grandmother met her 15th great-grandchild through a car window. It was her Aww. namesake. It was the first grandchild that was named after her. And they pulled up and they had the windows rolled up and they showed her this sweet little baby girl and the look on this grandmother's face. Guys, you have to go look at the picture. It is the sweetest picture. Aww. I'll throw it up on uh, Instagram too. She had been self-isolating. She's also on dialysis, so she really can't be around anybody. Right. And she's just looking at this sweet little baby through the window and it is absolutely the most Aww, adorable thing. You could have ever seen, but Let's have a baby. Gosh, I've. I'll tell you something right now. I want a baby. I want a baby right now too. I don't know why uh, people are posting somebody, pictures. Who is going to have a baby soon, so we can borrow your baby and get rid of this baby fever? I just. I'm. I want. I want a little baby. I want a little newborn baby, and it's hard for me to not want it even more right now because I feel like I got the time right now. Let's do it. Don't tell Ryan. Oh, I already have, and he has shut it down. But Mark would shut me down too. Gosh, listen, they're. We can get around that. 
<laughs> we had. How do you propose? A, <laughs> we we're moving on censorship right here. This will be a part of the book when I've had to censor you yet again. Um, we had a sweet freshman from Pellissippi also sent in just to check in for her quarantine life, and I think a lot of the busiest of us can relate to this. She said that all of her hours of every day were full because she liked it that way. She liked knowing so she had somewhere to be, something to do. She worked multiple jobs. She had uh, she danced at, like as an extracurricular thing. She had school. Every hour was full, and I loved it. She said, everyone, I've even heard it on this podcast, you're supposed to figure out who you are in your 20s, but I'd filled my life up so much that who knows how long it would have taken me to figure out who I was because I wasn't spending any time working on that. I was just going from one thing to the next. But she said when this first started, I was terrified because it meant it would just be me. Yeah, like there's nothing for me to do. It's just going to be me the whole time. But she said in these weeks, she has learned more than ever before who she is. God has taught her who he created her to be and kind of set her on a path. And I think a lot of people are going to feel that in this season. I didn't know who I was because there was too much noise in my life. And we've had to take, we've had no choice but to take it out. Kelly, that is my hope and prayer out of the season. I obviously miss interaction, but I hope that we never go back to what was considered normal. Like, I hope that we literally take that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you and realize that normal wasn't healthy. What is it going to look like when this is over? I don't know. What is normal going to look like on the other side? Value on the quiet and the unrushed pace. Like we'll see a night at home or a weekend without a plan is a beautiful weekend. I don't know. I to me, that's what I have learned. But I and, and I also think that when we do have intentional times to be together, we're gonna want to be together too. So I don't know. I, I hope normal never is normal again. I think so too. I was running the other day through the neighborhood and um that's one thing I'm so thankful we live in a place where we can still do that. But a lady came out of her house down the driveway. And talked to me, shook my hand. Did you say that's not allowed? And literally, Brooke, I was so flustered. I was so flustered by it. I mean, I talked with her, whatever. It was great. She was so sweet. It was fine. But she was an older lady, and that concerned me even more. Yeah. And so then when I was running, I was flustered because I wanted to get home and wash my hands. But I thought, why would she shake my hand? I was like freaking out about it. And I thought, Callie... What life are we Maybe living in right so now? she was so isolated well, and she has, someone. Well, her family and everything. I don't think it was an isolation thing. I think oh. she just like, that's who she is. Yeah. And I was so flustered by it. I thought, Callie, that, if that does not speak to the like time and season we're in right now, I freaked out because someone came down all the way to their driveway, stood close to me and shook my hand. I was so flustered by it. And I thought, how are we going to be normal again? Ooh. You know, I mean, what is that even? I don't know. I can't even watch a show without getting upset that they're close to each other. I forget that 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 it's pre-recorded stuff. It is so odd to me, and I can't figure out what normal is going to look like. But I'm I'm with you. I hope that it's a better normal. I hope that it's a slower, a slower pace. Like this is even celebrities. If you see a lot of these interviews that they're doing, they have nowhere that they have to be, and they're like, I always said I would take a break but I never would do it. But right now, this is incredible. I, there's definitely some good to be found in it. I'm for home. Sure. Can I tell you probably the best thing that has come out of it for me? The discovery, the rediscovery, maybe the actual discovery of TikTok. Go back. I want you to edit that out of the show. Carol Baskins. <laughs> That's a TikTok video. <laughs> what you are quoting is a TikTok video Cal- that I think I, did I send sent it to me. You? I almost want you to put it on. I know you can't do it, but she sent me the best TikTok video of a man dressed as Joe Exotic singing a song about Carol Baskin and doing a dance. And can I tell you, it it was so these TikTok videos. 
I did not think. Do you think, have the actual app on your okay, phone? Okay, I haven't gone that far yet, but I'm about to. I'm teetering on the edge of just falling into it because I never get. She had to pull that up. She loved it so much. And I did too. I laughed out loud. But that's the beauty of TikTok. It's these dances and these synchronized dances and the singing at the same time, or at least just the lip syncing. Here's it's a slippery slope for me because I would personally enjoy it, but I don't want my daughters to see it and enjoy it because I'm it's the deepest of dives that I've done into it. Like and I'm I'm just thankful for the people who've been posting them to Instagram because that's I will watch them multiple times because I love them. So, much. so I love them so much. So I think I'll probably download the app this week. I and I don't need you. any more screen time. Like my eyes are tired of looking at screens, but this is so, like at night, I probably don't go to bed now until 11 or midnight because I just watch videos. Well, I know that we're both staying up later than we've ever stayed up because we'll be texting at 11 o'clock. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> Callie. Why are, why are we doing here? Why are we awake? It's a whole new world. But listen, uh-huh. TikTok has been used for good though. One senior in high school, because they're not having proms. They're not having graduation. That's right. They're not having like senior nights at their sporting events. They get nothing. They are. I think it's hardest on seniors in high school. College graduation. Yeah. You do or don't show up to it. You don't really care that much. Seniors in high school. That's a lot of great stuff that they're not going to get to do. And so this girl um, in California decided she was going to host a prom on TikTok. She picked March 28th. Her name was Natalie. And she put it out there to all her friends and said, we are going to have prom on TikTok on March 28th. Everyone do it. And we'll see each other. So they put on, everyone put on their prom dresses. Her family, everyone in her family put on a prom dress. Even her mom and her dad put on a suit and they hosted a prom together. And it was one of the sweetest things. But I mean, even her mom and dad walk into a song and they're like lip syncing to it and they do a little synchronized dance. Aww. The whole family does. They look so pretty. They're all in their prom dresses. I probably have watched it six times. Get off of TikTok. Okay, that's sweet though. It that's- is, but that's what made me wonder how long until normal? We don't know if it's going to be normal again, but how long until we get there? Who knows, man? Who knows? No one told any of us we were going to be in a quarantine. Never. All right. So we're all learning right now. And again, we're all in the same playing field. So whatever you're doing, you're doing great. I mean, honestly, like, mom, if you're not teaching, you're fine. You're your fine. kids are going to be fine. If be you fine. are, I'm so proud. And that's incredible that your kids get that. If you're doing crafts every day, that's great. If your kids are getting way more screen time than usual, that's great. It's, if you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix and eating some potato chips, like maybe, maybe get up and do some squats just to loosen just up. Just during the commercials. Yeah. And then you can sit right back down. Who, who am I kidding? There's no commercials anymore. I know. There are no commercials. We scr- we, if you're doing online in. classes and all you're doing is turning on your computer and walking away, that's fine. That's fine. You know what? That's what I'm telling everybody. You're doing great. I'm getting everybody a trophy today. Everybody's doing Who great. Knew? We are. What are you learning? What's your takeaway? I don't know. Maybe mostly gratitude. I know it sounds really lame and probably a little bit vague, but I just feel really thankful uh, for good weather, thankful for slowdown, thankful for money to pay bills and food in my kitchen, even if it's looking different and I'm cooking a lot more. But I, I think it's a choice that you get to make, and I choose gratitude. I'm just thankful for the memories that are getting made right now that would mm. not have gotten made otherwise. That's and good. they're not even that special. You know what? I, it's not like we're doing crazy things. Right. It's just that we're doing something all together and being fully present in it. There's just not been a time in a long, 
wild that that's happened for yeah. us. And we're even when it's just car rides and we're the first person to spot a cow or, you know, like to say if we're sitting outside and, okay, who can spot this in the clouds? Or it's just these little memories that I know our kids are going to come back from and be like, hey, that was a really special time. Even though they didn't know what was going on and it was a hard time for so many people. I am incredibly grateful that we're still able to be together and make memories and not just focus on what we don't have and can't do and everything else. I second that. It changes things too. When your perspective changes, your situation feels like it changes. Put that on a pillow. Would you not? I mean, I gosh. Think I'm going Everybody to. get a pen and paper when you <laughs> start, listen to me. Start get ready. This stuff down. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I'm going to end with this. We're going to make it. And order a pizza. You don't have to cook every night. Order a dadgum pizza. We're doing it tomorrow. Shop local. Go Shop order. local. We have been ordering food from all the local places because it's our part. It we is are, our part. We are helping these small businesses out. Order food from them, bring it in, and take the pressure off cooking. Also, let's share recipes. <gasps> Isn't that I great? Love a good recipe share. If you have a great recipe. More points if it's easy. Yeah. Go hop on over to NOTM Podcast on um, Instagram. And send it to us, and we'll share it. We'll create a little, we'll create a little quarantine recipe book. Yay! Look I like this. Ideas. And listen, you can also join Fit at Home to work off the work off cake recipe that recipes. you're going to post. Yes, it's great. Eat. Hey, I love you guys so much. I love you, Bricky. I love you too. And we'll see you next Monday. Adios. I love ending every episode telling you how thankful I am for you, that you would take your time to listen to what we're trying to do here. So if you loved it, or even if you have feedback, I want to hear about it. You can either hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review, or you can just DM me on social media. Usually I'm on Instagram the most. It's at C-E-Holla. And again, I love hearing from you guys. So make sure you either write a review or send me a DM, which always seems a little bit desperate asking for it. But here I am asking anyways. Thanks again for tuning in.